0: We are recording now, right?
1: Shake yes. it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake, it off, shake it off. I got
2: bars on this one. I don't know why it broke.
1: Okay, it's that's fine. frustrating. All right. Uh,
0: so last week, I, I'm pretty sure we mentioned this, that uh, Daniel had gotten into the Marvel Snap beta. Which, if you're not familiar, is a collectible card game for uh, the phone only, currently mobile only. Uh, that uses Marvel characters. It's got a kind of a cool concept where it's like very short rounds uh, or short game, short rounds. So you can play a whole game in like a couple minutes. Um, but it is a very new game and has only been existing for like a couple months. Uh, and they've been running into some hot water. Uh, there's an article that came out uh, this week from Dexerto. I don't know how to even pronounce that. No, name. that sounds about right. Dexerto from two days ago. Yeah, and, put a little uh, put a little spice on there. <laughs> and uh, there's been a tipping point in the community about like being lenient with Second Dinner, the developers of former Blizzard exec. Uh, Ben Brode my favorite developer of all time um they they've reached a tipping point in their leniency of their bad collection system and uh they are now very upset so Marvel Snap on its release uh had kind of a clunk system where like your chance to get new cards is really bad uh just in general and they've said that they've had something in the works to fix it for a long time and um They recently released this new thing called Nexus Events, which you have to pay money, premium currency, which I believe you can get premium currency in the game. Uh, But the premium currency you do have to pay to get into this Nexus event to get a chance to get a rare card Mm -hmm. or a new card. So one of the new (laughs) cards that they added is like the Jane like variant of Thor which has different game text so a different game functionality.
1: Wait, this is like a mini battle pass that you don't guarantee which to is, get anything which is from? interesting because there is also
2: a battle pass that you just have.
1: Okay, no yeah, that's fine to uh, Continue.
0: <laughs> just check it. And so the battle pass is the is the is the original system where it's based on your collection level. And as your collection level increases, you get chances to roll at new cards. Um and <laughs> yeah so this system of you pay i think it's two bucks to to play this nexus event where you get one chance at a new card or gold or variant or or like stuff that's not like important
1: to you (laughs) uh, just go ahead just uh listener peek behind the curtain this is the second time we're running the story but uh you're explaining it this is the second time i've heard you explain it i still don't understand (laughs) how this works yeah don't worry about it (laughs) i don't i don't think that's your fault (laughs)
0: yeah so like uh hold on so here's like an image here it's like test your might open rift for a chance at exclusive rewards uh and let me share it in our chat so that you can understand here you go here's Image and so you see open one or open 10 and so on 10 every 10 you're guaranteed one four star reward which i believe is like the super rare so like that jane foster thor card on the left that is not the same as the regular thor card it's different you know strength different cost different uh ability on that on reveal now what's interesting about these nexus events is these are limited time offers, which is another thing that the players do not like. That Thor card is only going to be here for two months and then it's gone <laughs> and it may never come back. So the compulsion for players to get this card to like make their super competitive deck is very high. Um, now, the pro- I think the developers here are not trying to like be predatory as much as they just don't understand behind these game like this type of game. Um, I have some quotes from from Ben Brode. Um, One of the cool things about this game is if you are on the discord and you go to the team answers, I have never seen a developer answer more freaking questions than Ben Brode. (laughs) This channel gets like 40 updates a day from Ben Brode taking time to answer random people's questions, redundant questions and all. He goes in and answers it regardless. (laughs) You ask him um, any question, he will answer. I mean, pretty much. They're like, is this number bigger than this number? And he's like, yes. <laughs> sure is, bud. Two plus <laughs> two still
2: four. Ben, please help. Yes. <laughs> ben, I've got a um, question about my exercise science homework.
0: <laughs> uh, one of the things that uh, here he says, okay, so here, here's the comment from, like, them... Uh i know it's only been a day and a half since the nexus events launched but this the silence feels deafening when can we expect transparent and honest communication regarding the cost up to 700 dollars a month to get four new cards if one is unlucky unlucky and the advertising I mean, four star tagline the two new cards are both five star rewards i always um, like the
1: hmm. phrasing of like have to spend x amount because no you you don't, so don't. I, I, yeah. Listen, I, I, like no matter. I, I'm sure, like you know, the, the practice. These practices can be scummy, but it's st- still. And I'm not trying to, you know, blame them for like enjoying the game that they've. They're they're trying to get into. It's just like you. You don't actually have to do this. No, you yeah. in
2: fact don't have to spend any money if you don't want to. Here's but what uh, I understand: the compulsion, saying. though, but like you don't have to.
0: Brode's been saying, it's clear that a lot of folks are disappointed about Nexus events, and we hear you. We're still absorbing the feedback and discussing it internally. I know that's not an immediately satisfying answer, but it's the true one. We want to let people know immediately once any decisions are made. I feel like with Ben Brode, I always believe him, and like it's always <laughs> been it's, true.
2: It's funny that... Know? like. Part of that is very honest. It's like I know this isn't the answer, like you want to hear or whatever. But like the start of that is like the boilerplate, like community yeah. manager response to any problem any video game has yes, ever had.
0: We're sorry you're upset. Yeah. we're going
2: we're to try to We're sorry you don't understand our vision. We're taking your yeah. feedback seriously. It's like uh, okay.
0: So like we're as part of you it. don't understand our vision, I think he does continue and he does go on to like his part. And this is like the thing where i always felt like there's a disconnect between like his thought process and like people that play card games but on the paying for power thing our stance has always been that cards represent options you can build many powerful decks that are different no card is strictly more powerful but i understand that the cost here feels quite different than the 10 dollars season pass card and that that changes how it feels this is super valid feedback and part of what we're discussing so like the way that they have he's always seen cards and options is like he doesn't understand people that own entire collections he's never understood like why anyone would do that <laughs> i feel <laughs> like that's always been like a big disconnect between you know power card gamers and the people that want to spend money on card it's, games are people a similar, that want the full collection there's
2: a similar thing right now happening with magic the gathering where Magic the Gathering is releasing more stuff than they have ever before. Like There's no break between sets because some of them are, this is a set for standard, this is a set for collectors, here's an alternate art set, here's and it's like, there's a fairly vocal section of the community that's like, this is too much stuff at once because I feel like I have to buy it all. And it's like, you don't, you don't though.
0: You don't. It's like <laughs> You sometimes, don't have to
2: buy it. Sometimes it's okay to recognize that the product isn't necessarily for you and you can wait for the stuff that is for you. But, yeah, but, but like, also, you know, to an extent. But also, Magic has like 19 formats and 17 gazillion cards yes. and Marvel Snap isn't even out of beta yet. <laughs> so like, I don't know, maybe you do need Jane Foster Thor because the zero cost deck is actually good. And it's that's the enabler. Exactly. Yes. And it's like, like I don't like I don't understand. Like, why is it random? Why is it just a progression track? You've won. Oh, you've won ten times in this event. Pick a get a card.
1: Like I don't, I don't know. know. Is it if like it's this. like a like a, deb- a deliberate misunderstanding about how metas work in like card games? Like that's that's yeah. my problem with this because like it's just not how these games work with people that want to well, win.
0: I think that, you know, Brode's not a legend player. He never was right. Like he was the designer. That's like, yes, we have legend players on the team. I'm not one of them. I play the game to have fun. And then everyone's like, how dare you have fun?
1: it's like i don't understand you know it's just like you know rune Terra, you know uh uh hearthstone i mean you know magic you know you you net deck you you look at the meta you you see what's working and you know if you're if you want to win you know you take that into account but like you can't really do that here if it's all fucking random and like you're priced out
0: yeah i think you know their assumption is that like the people that the way that you can derive fun is like you have a set of cards you try to build the strongest thing with what you have and there's probably some people that had fun like that i know back in the day in like 90s magic the gathering card shop style before net decking and like serious play it was more uh, like these are the cards you have what's the deck you can make with them
1: you know figure it out yeah
0: but like nowadays i feel like that paradigm is completely different and i just feel like You know, it's always been a disconnect between, um, you know, the Hearthstone devs, at least. And I assume that that design thought process has made its way over. And I don't think Ben Brode's necessarily wrong here. I just think he's at a disconnect with his community and they're trying to figure it out. So that's all. This article is very like, second dinners trying to steal your money to buy their second yacht and it's like i really (laughs) i really don't think that's what's going on here i think they're trying to find a way
2: to monetize a free game that is licensed from a disney property in a way that is sustainable
0: i i don't even know if it came from a place of monetization i almost feel like it came from like Wow, well, we it needs some monetization yeah, and that was it. That was like how much thought they put into Yeah, and like, <laughs> the mean, monetization
1: before own, no. was
2: like by visual variants of a rotating selection yeah. of cards. And it's like that's not really monetization, right? I mean for from a, how from how you describe
1: like how how rounds work, like how, how a match works in this, like I can I can understand like you know, Ben Broad's like point of view that like you don't have to have all the cards here because like yeah, it's so you short and, and there's- them there's enough random elements it sounds like in a given match that like it might not necessarily matter if you're playing to the meta but like it's 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 gamers they they want all the stuff
0: (laughs) i mean that's your core right and that that gets back to the age-old discussion of like how do you sustain a core game style with casual sensibilities and like You can't like if you want a core game, you need core sensibilities. You have games. like I think what they want to do is they want to ride that line and be um, Clash of Clans, which is, you know, always been considered mid core where you don't have players that are like dieharding. Like I need the best Clash of Clans team to beat the game and I'm going to throw a bajillion dollars at it and get real mad and stuff. They just do that quietly because they are mid-core gamers and they have disposable income and just throw money at it and don't get angry. Whereas these core gamers are like college kids and people with lots of free time and have like
1: nerds, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah fucking nerds. this and is a, a property that is. I mean, I know it's one of the biggest properties in the goddamn world right now, but it, it it originally it was a property for huge fucking nerds. Marvel, yeah, and card games also for huge fucking nerds. So I yes. mean, you're gonna attract the people that are like no i need i need to go hard in this
0: yep exactly oh man all right i'm gonna move on uh i know it sounds like i'm an apologist i'm not i just really love ben brode (laughs) so i'm an apologist for ben brode not predatory money practices two different things (laughs) i'll get it twisted yeah uh next article here is uh platinum games I don't know if you've ever heard of Platinum. They're making a little ditty called
1: Bayonetta Three. Coming hot off their hit game, Babylon's Fall. Yeah. <laughs> that's not real. Woo! You just made that up. No. <laughs> no that's real. I played oh it. My, I beat oh it. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> that was just a fever tree. <laughs> Tim, that was just a trip on you you're just you were just on Peyote for <laughs> days. Uh, I hate when that happens. Not again. <laughs> um but Platinum Games uh hired. A new
1: executive. Everything's going to be different. Everything's going to be fixed. New executive. Hell yeah. And what is their position?
0: CBO. And we at our expert business cast here aren't 100% sure what CBO stands for. We have some guesses for you. I
1: I think in this context is chief business officer.
0: All right. Let's Google chief business officer. And that is a real thing. Uh, is it abbreviated as CBO? Is. Okay, we got it. We're locked in. That seems like our best answer.
1: Because uh, the alternative is, ch- is uh, Chief Brand Officer, and that sounds too much like new tech like Silicon Valley shit. Look, uh, it could happen.
0: Ch- Chief, Chief Business Officer is responsible for the administrative, financial, and operations management of the organization, often combining the roles of Chief Administrator, Chief Financial Officer, and Chief Operating Officer. This guy's doing three jobs in one and not only that, he's from Nintendo. I mean, Whoa. how can if this he's doing, go wrong?
2: If he's doing all that work, it makes sense why Platinum is changing it is claiming it will change significantly, which
1: sure. I'm I'm curious just to add, like what that entails when bringing in like a like a CBO, like are they going to try like <laughs> I think I, in, I, I don't. new
2: businessman, the business will be business
1: what, what's interesting about this, to me, this article, more
0: than anything, speaks about the difference of how Japan views business and the United States views business, where our executives, we don't give a shit about. They join, they leave. They join. Who cares? Like, if you're not- I don't want to know, though. If you're not the CEO, you're not in the news. We're never going to hear about you ever. In Japan, it's a big deal because they're going to hold this position for a long time. <laughs> and they have a very like defined hierarchical structure, like a vertical structure of business. Like that's how all Japanese businesses work are very vertical. So like someone that gets changed at the top is probably very rare and as such will have a lot of power within the company to do and change things so to me I, I think it makes sense from like a japanese business perspective from both like i feel like you would never see this article that's like you know uh gearbox studios changed its chief financial officer like i
2: mean you'll see those articles but only if you're specifically following business news <laughs>
0: yeah exactly so maybe this is big news. It's hard to tell. I mean, I don't know how this kind of thing impacts the studio like Platinum other than like maybe they'll change how they're aggressively like staffed. I don't even know.
1: I feel this like it might fr- be like it might change marketing maybe. And, uh, I mean, that's if if it's their like brand, brand, you might say. Stop, stop. stop. No, no. <laughs> 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 but I like. Yeah, I can't imagine what the CBO is gonna do that will change how the the actual like product works yeah
0: and so that's not really
1: their wheelhouse
0: i have i have no idea i I can only imagine it impacts staffing and like in-house accounting it's gonna
2: be we hired 400 people and we're gonna do blockchain
1: maybe the next game is like a character (laughs) action like actuary game
0: (laughs) man i wish character Um,
1: actuary what was i gonna say
0: oh cd pro oh the next article here cd project uh if you've heard of them creators yeah, who? of uh well they created this game called cyberpunk 2077 i know it's weird because that game people forget that it actually existed and it's like a fever dream of just like kiana reeves you're awesome you're awesome and that's all people remember about cyberpunk 2077 oh that's <laughs> but it was a really? real game it did come out um uh, but if you don't know it was a massive financial failure so so that's, that's fine. I feel
1: like massive is not big enough to, to describe how, how hard. Catastrophic. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's probably better. Cataclysmic failure. I don't know. I mean, how would you describe a product you released that fucking sucked so hard that it, 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 it just completely quartered the worth Sony of your company.
2: Pulled it from the Sony PlayStation store. <laughs>
1: Like holy happen. shit! You
2: know how much garbage is on the PlayStation Store, but they took this off because it didn't work. Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Uh, so that happened, and uh, as Tim alluded to, it was in fact shown that leading up to the development of this game, their sky, their stock price was rocketing. This was their first major release since Witcher Three. Witcher Three was very financially successful. So the thinking was new IP, new game. It's been a couple of years. I bet this game's gonna Bigger be amazing. S- start investing. CD Projekt, like it's like, oh man, this game. It's got Keanu Reeves. All right. It's got it's got uh it's got future future stuff. Everyone loves future. Everyone loves it's, it's corporate neon, corporate future. Neon lights. It's gonna it's gonna be big. It's gonna be good. And for whatever reason, I don't even know how this happened, but the hype around this game was insane. Like. I I never bought into the hype because I didn't get it. I they didn't show any gameplay no. other than the theme. I think people just really love Cyberpunk as the theme.
2: Yeah, well, it was. <laughs> it looks yeah, like Blade it's, Runner. It's carryover from the incredible. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, voracious fan base of The Witcher Three. Uh, That's Trez true. Witcherino. Uh,
1: well, they had they had goodwill banked in like yeah. a few different places with like uh, good old games and you know The Witcher series and like so far it seems like. They had not done wrong, and then they did. They, they did so wrong that they went from uh, 40 billion, what is this, Zloty? Is, this, is, that, is that the currency? Something I don't know how, how to pronounce it. it. I'm
2: terrible with Polish pronunciation.
1: I like, I like Zloty. I'm going to Google it. Zloty. Zloty. Okay, thanks, Google. 40 billion Zloty to 10 billion, um, which is a, a much smaller number. What's wild
0: about this, too, is if you read a little bit further into the article, the game sold 14 million copies, which is absurd. Yeah. And it was still cataclysmic in its response and reception.
1: Well, I mean, like you uh, stated before we started, like, uh, you know, tech companies tend to be overvalued. So, I mean, I'm sure like a non insignificant portion of that market cap they oh, this reached was, just was it shedding a hype.
2: bubble. This was just bubble bursting yeah. on a ridiculously overvalued. Like they but, were valued more; they had a higher valuation than Ubisoft at their peak, which is nuts
1: for one fucking game.
2: Because yeah, because they make one yeah. game at a time, and I guess they have Gwent, so two games.
1: Oh, sorry, my bad. Like I like can't it
2: could, like Witcher or uh, Cyberpunk 2077 could have sold more copies than Grand Theft Auto five and still not like. Covered that gap in I don't think it would have been you know I I don't think the
1: the fall would have been as precipitous if like
0: no but I mean it was fine
2: it wasn't like a let's compare those
0: two numbers actually because I think that is what they were expecting yeah they were expecting like GTA
2: five and GTA five is the best selling and like most financially successful entertainment hundred sixty five million copies yeah. It is, like, the most successful yeah. entertainment property of all time by itself. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, like... And Cyberpunk
0: sold 18 million. Less that's than a tenth. Your, and,
2: personally. like, that's your goal. That's what people are banking on, realistically or not. And it's, like, just, like, well, yeah, like, no shit. The, the bubble burst. Can we bring this energy, this bubble-bursting energy to other things, please? Wait. I mean,
1: for comparison, Skyrim, uh, as of this this article states as of like 2021 sold 30 million yeah so yeah 165 million copies that's that's fucking absurd but
2: no it yeah it's
1: look forward to uh next week's podcast where
0: we announce microsoft seeing the massive price share decides to buy cd project for the (laughs) the cheap price i mean Um, if they keep tanking i don't know man that's what happened to activision blizzard (laughs) They yeah, they well, shed off an a bunch of well, it's an
2: Opportunity and... now, right?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. Well, sad, sad for them. They made a bad game though, and well, it's
1: and they deserve this now.
0: I kind of, I don't know. I I have very little empathy for AAA. We talked about Snap, and I was like super apologetic because let me look up Snap's team again.
2: <laughs> so now you're just like I banked all this goodwill, and I'm ready to turn this energy around.
0: Yeah, like second dinner's team size is it doesn't even say that's so annoying. Team. Give me the team. I wanna say it's twenty people. And then employees at C D Project. CD
2: Project CD Projekt is like four hundred fifty thousand people.
0: It's the entirety of Poland. Eleven hundred people. Yeah. Second dinner is uh a main group of eight people, uh with Jesus. a group that goes out to thirty two oh wow they hired a bunch of people it keeps going oh no are these the, <laughs> the big name, guys the after number all? keeps changing oh no hold on uh and i gotta think about this uh one two three, three.
1: all right well the, the sizes of the team the teams aren't aren't comparable it's important to me it's 50 okay. it's 50
0: to 1100 if you have more than a thousand people on your like staff my empathy lessons okay that's all i'm saying you're a big company I don't care as much. I, uh,
1: keep that in mind, listeners. If you if yeah. you fuck up, yeah, if you happen if you, to if you if you start getting towards hundred employees,
0: company. it's time to split your company in half. Okay, you gotta you gotta mitosis into two separate companies. All right, that's the only ethical, responsible thing to do. Um,
1: all right, this is this is Andrew's new uh, new dictum. Uh, sorry, guys, it's just how you, it's just what you gotta do now. Yeah, welcome to Business Cast. their Ethics Cast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of ethics. Ubisoft, ubisoft they not
2: had Ubersoft. their financial reporting day today which was, and it good, was good right what well hell yeah yes bro. but also they announced um that hey remember that avatar game that actually like at least graphically looked really good that they announced oh, yeah. that was coming out in march uh well good news just like all things avatar it's delayed Uh, It's been delayed into the nebulous late 2023, early 2024 time slot, which that's a scary number to read.
1: Uh, The time slot after time. Okay.
2: They also in this announced that they were delaying an unannounced game that they're calling their smaller premium, a smaller premium game, which is probably that rumored standalone uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC that got blown out into a game. Uh, I just think it's funny that they're delaying unannounced games and having to report that to shareholders. Uh, also, they canceled four games that were in development. I think two were unannounced, and then one was Splinter Cell VR, which was announced. VR? And the other, yeah, and then the other was uh, Ghost Recon if- Frontline, which is that Ghost Recon Battle Royale that everybody immediately hated. So Probably for uh, the best. Yeah, you know, they also have, like, I think they they mentioned they have like four something Assassin's Creed projects going right now. There's
1: a lot. Why that many? Because it's, uh, Ubisoft, it's all they
0: got. Assassin's yeah. Creed, man. People always, love Assassin's Creed. They've always I don't know had why. They like do.
2: four going at once because there was a while there, there was one coming out every roughly 10 months. <laughs> like big game and then like December and then like 9 or 10 months later you got like a PSP game. And then later that year, you got the next big game. It was a hell of a release cadence, uh, cadence from Ubisoft for a bit.
1: It's just it's too many games, and they all feel the same. Sorry, Ubisoft. It's just I, it's you could you could you could trim some of that fat. That's fine, you know. Yeah. Splinter Splinter Cell VR. I mean, I as much as that would have been cool to see. Like, it's totally understandable that that, that got canceled. It's, uh, VR is still and probably will be for a very long time. Just way too niche yeah
0: um yeah i'm not surprised by any of this i i don't know ubisoft but they have too many employees i don't care about them
1: as as we've <laughs> discussed as as he's explained too many people they don't matter they don't like, they're like, not, matter they're not they're not
0: people they have, they're not <laughs> they have people. enough people corporations aren't people tim and I the people that want to
2: have i don't longer. know what to tell you i was watching uh uh finishing up the book of boba fett with my brother-in-law my dad and i was looking at the credits and there was a credit in there for ubisoft and apparently at some point ubisoft spun off a cg house (laughs) from the company which they do movie and television special effects in now they're getting in on that game okay yeah which is like Um, all right you guys have too many fucking people
0: (laughs) make cg what was I gonna say? Uh oh, so next game on the list here is Soul Frame. So Frame. The game <laughs> If they that don't have sound- that as their like trailer reveal. Oh man. That so would be very disappointed.
2: The- Last weekend was Tenocon, Digital Extremes uh Warframe Conference. And at the end of it they announced that hey, we're gonna be a multi-game studio again. We're working on a game called Soul Frame, and this is something that popped up in Trademarks a few months ago a number of months ago uh i think it's extremely funny that they're saying you know this is like a, a fantasy mmo in the spirit of warframe but whereas warframe is fast and shooty this is slow and melee uh i love it the trailer is weird as shit and i'm super down for it because like warframe is also weird as shit and i'm down for that uh it was like base. a like a
1: like a fusion of uh, East and, eastern Eastern yeah, and Western they're aesthetic. They're doing
2: like some like Princess Mononoke spirit of nature stuff. It seems like the initial thing is you're a dude. What's dead gets revived by the soul of nature, hence being the frame that the soul is in uh, to wreak havoc on people. Uh, there was like a an interview. Great. There was like an interview with uh, Steve, creative director of the thing, who's moved over from Warframe to this. Uh, where he's just like, yeah, we, you know, we're taking a lot of that DNA, uh, we're doing, you know, it's still going to be weird. We're doing like large sort of set open areas. And then there's going to be an expansive, like subterranean thing that connects those areas. And that's going to be like procedural in a way that you will be familiar to people who've played Warframe. Uh, and like, yeah. And they're like expects updates like fairly regularly. It started development recently, but they want to start talking about the game as it's being worked on, kind of like what they did with Warframe. Just, so.
1: I mean, I'm I'm primarily interested in this uh, as a, as a, a game that is slower than Warframe uh, because I, I, if you've never played that game, it's fucking silly. It's you just Sonic the Hedgehogging I, all over the goddamn place. I have
2: <laughs> a I have a setup in that game that lets you if you're if you fuck up, you go so fast and you're so small that you can actually clip out of the map.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm sure, like, uh, like the majority of that has just been power creep over, wh- what, like, you know, eight or nine years. But, like, seeing them, uh, I, I'm really curious to see them, like, re-rack and try and take it from, just yeah. take it from the top and, like, try and guide a new game Yeah,
2: and like that. Like, instead of uh,
1: cramming a new game into their old game. Yeah,
2: it feels like this is all stuff that they've been building towards because part of this announcement was, like, okay, hey, the, the a lot of the senior creative leads of Warframe are leaving Warframe and moving over to Soulframe, and then the younger gen is kind of moving up to take their place in Warframe. Uh, everyone's favorite space mom is now creative director of Warframe. But, like, all these, the top heads that have moved over are, are, like, you know, it was, like, the creative director and whatever, and that's part of why, like, Warframe has, like, a billion different things in it. It's because they were always like, let's try adding this to it, which is cool. So Soul Frame is like, hey, let's try adding this. It's big enough to be its own game now. Go for
0: it. Right. Uh, I mean, it looks really cool. I I like the idea of fantasy. Anything. Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of games recently have been very, like, uh, what's the word? Not fantasy, futuristic mech and whatever. Like, I feel like that's been a focus, and we're starting to swing back into fantasy. Maybe so, like. I really enjoyed uh, Path, not Path of Exile. The Lost Ark. I liked Lost Ark. I thought that was pretty cool, but it didn't like give me the same MMO vibes that I wanted from something that like FF14 offers me. So I like the idea that there's going to be some sort of MMO with like PVE. You know, I mean, they do call Warframe an MMO,
2: and it's very bad at being that. But like, you know, everything these days is an MMO. So Destiny, if
0: there's bosses, boss fights that you and four like three other people can fight against. It's an MMO. They, if they do that. That would be dope as hell, and I'd love it. So I'm still waiting for that game to exist. That is just MMO raids, and that's it. The game is MMO raids the game. That's the only content the game makes. I swear to God, somebody
1: it. somebody took a run at that. And I, I so feel like it was this... the Battle Race Guys or
2: something. So that there's this game called Dauntless. It's Monster Hunter, but on PC.
1: No, but that's not
0: the same because I want a holy trinity raid game. <laughs> I know not just yeah. I don't know that soul frame will have holy trinity style mechanics it probably won't i don't think warframe does right warframe's like i mean there you're are four dudes and you're all doing damage
2: there are supporty frames but like everybody can kind of do a little bit of everything
0: right i i, I do like you know more healer tank like dps specific roles but i understand that most players don't like being relegated to healing uh but yeah i don't know i think it'd be fun i like healing in games if i could blame Mercy. If I could play as Mercy in a game like this <laughs> and have my little healing laser in a 3D like action game, like that'd be dope as hell. I I would totally be into that. Um, all right, well, moving on. So there's only one news story that actually matters, and that actually I care about, and that I actually wanted to share, and that is Live Alive comes out tomorrow. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Yay.
2: Okay, when well, does its sorry. sequel Live Alive come out?
1: Uh, never. I got it in there you got it in there man <laughs>
0: um so this game is a remake of the snes classic that was japan only released uh many many years ago 1990 1990- i feel like it was late in the snes career but let me look at the original release was ninety four, ninety four. Wow, so pretty late in the snes cycle um so 1994 so 18 years ago this game is yeah uh, no is that right that's no the right
2: nope that's the right math 90s for only 20 28 years, years ago, don't ago. Worry about it dear
0: god <laughs> you old piece of shit <laughs> 28 years ago <laughs> ah, that's too many years anyway so this came out 28 years ago Do
1: you need a second to just kind of deal with that
0: no i don't want to i don't want to think about it <laughs> i'm just gonna move on okay uh so 28 years ago this game came out and i played it as a rom because it is a japanese only game like i mentioned and so while the rom had japanese translation it wasn't translated particularly well and there were some parts that weren't translated if you remember old translated roms and if you have ever experienced them you know what i mean uh so i'm very excited that this game's getting an official english release with new graphics new music since *The live alive has awesome music in it so uh, i'm very excited about this i've posted a uh video for my podcasting friends here but if you google live alive behind the scenes for gogo steel titan that is a treat (laughs) that you have to listen to where they have uh just an awesome version of that song with lyrics and the lyrics are hilarious so very good please check it out i love the game play as nine different characters have nine different vignettes all exciting it's awesome i just
1: it's only on the switch i got you making me play the switch i have, yeah. I, have switch I have the heavier version. ascended you've
2: ascended to the pc switch, switch now XL. so i mean again you can you can that. just put the switch on your steam deck it's you can, there, yeah, there yeah, is. yeah 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 i
0: know what you mean <laughs> I oh, will. You mean physically, like put the switch on no, top? No, I mean,
2: I mean, yeah, like That's, uh, that's your, exactly r- what we're saying. I mean, yeah, hack, hack your switch, uh, dump the roms, yeah. do it the correct way.
0: Um, yeah, shell out the switch's innards and shell out your Steam Deck's innards and swap Switch them. it. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> work great.
2: Switch the switch.
1: They said you could uh, do whatever you wanted to the Steam Deck. It's fine. It's
0: fine. Linux, <laughs> Linux supports work? it all. The last thing I'll say about this is just that. Uh, what was i going to say i am very oh there's hope that it will come to pc eventually octopath traveler even came to pc eventually okay well, it took like a 45 year and a half, years but it did happen so there is hope that this will come to pc someday all right, all right. that's that uh that's our extended news section i'm ready for a new f- section are you guys ready for a fun game fun
1: Guessing games. I'm always ready. Well, no, that's a lie. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Get ready for Androids seven out of ten. So uh, this is my game segment where I find uh, games that were released in the last couple of years from IGN. Uh, unfortunately, I've run out of games that were rated seven out of ten. Uh, even though that meme is prolific and there is I mean, a you, lot, t-
1: you ran out, out of <laughs> like
0: recognizable
1: games rated. Yeah, 10. exactly.
0: <laughs> the mediocre games that were coming out started to be like really out there and i didn't think these guys would get it so i chose two games here and Good i don't know their rating i don't know if they're greater than seven or less than seven i only oh. know they're not seven so this is my new segment not seven out of ten holy <laughs>
1: shitty fucking switched it up <laughs> <I fucking laughs> what a, a fucking twist so someone's these, gonna get slimed <laughs> both of these games came out i think last
0: year hold oh, well, on need to double check <laughs> Yeah, last year. These both came out last year. Okay, you guys ready? You guys in the zone? And the... I
1: ask, are either of these games like re-releases or remasters? Not really. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Okay, go ahead.
0: Yes. That's the only answer I can give. They're both not really <laughs> that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but not and not entirely not that. <laughs> um, so maybe. Okay, so here's the first game. I feel like this first hint may give it away depending on people's familiarity with it, but here we go. Despite dire circumstances, it's actually a pretty lighthearted romp with seven playable (laughs) cleaner characters frequently cracking jokes amid impending doom.
2: Uh, Any Marvel mo- No, that's um,
0: not a video game. Is it back for blood? You got it in one, baby! (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Cleaner,
0: I knew cleaner was going to either give it away or not. Yeah, I should have started with my second line. I have I knew no it.
2: idea. Well I've never played Back for Blood, so I I
1: never you're fine. that. <laughs> well it's yeah.
2: it's not a seven out of ten.
0: No, it's not. It's I think it's an eight out of ten. Uh, so. Yeah, you
1: know, agree to disagree.
0: But I, I'm, I'm impressed, Tim. You heard cleaner and you went right to the right place. You, you'd have, you haven't faz- Babylon's Fall and the other one you played did not remove good games from your from your memory. What was, the, what was the other bad game that I played? Greed something? Wasn't it? Wasn't, weren't they both fall? Greed fall? No. It's yeah. No,
1: no, no, no. It wasn't Greed, Godfall. Godfall right, Godfall. The other, and
0: other yeah. one. Babylon's
1: Falling all the games. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Damn, I make I choices have, sometimes. I should have started with another one. All right. Well, that's just too bad. Uh, Tim gets the point, which is good. Tim hasn't gotten a lot of points, so this is great. Evening up the score over time. I haven't been keeping track of the score. I was, I've was. i been hoping these guys are writing them down. Absolutely somewhere. not. All right. So <laughs> the next game. All right. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Daniel mm-hmm. needs his listening hat so he can, like, needs to catch up. And then maybe I can do a steam I lightning. Last
2: week, I don't need to catch up.
0: I meant this total- week. Last I've been, week is I gone.
2: I haven't been tabulating Last week, the total basically, scores. Basically, so. that,
0: that's forever ago. I mean, I could need to All right. catch up. I don't know. Nostalgia is a funny thing. It can be a comforting sensation, but it sometimes makes things from the past seem better than they actually are. It's always refreshing to see games that don't take themselves too seriously in this era of increasingly realistic graphics and serious subject matter, and blank is anything but serious.
2: Hmm. It's a nostalgia bit there. It's like, hmm.
0: I thought it was a cool way to start the article. Hmm. Nostalgism, funny thing.
2: Is this um? Hmm. I mean, like, wild guess would be like. Well, I was gonna say like. Uh, wait, what year? What year is this game? Can you give me that? Last year. I forget year. if you mentioned that they they both were both the same from the same. Yeah, year. they're both last year. Okay, last year.
0: Oh, what was it?
1: No more heroes three.
0: Ooh, but no, I do like that answer.
1: Tim, what do you got? Uh... The good life. No. Alright.
0: <laughs> Next one. The problem with both the story and challenge modes is that after 30 or 40 levels, they both begin to feel like a slog. The difficulty in story mode really ramps up around the halfway point, going from light and breezy to a frustrating ex- exercise in failure very quickly.
2: Is this... Um... Shit, when did that come out? I don't think it was last year, though. Um the wonderful 101 or whatever.
0: Oh no.
2: That is, that remake, that re-release, that kick-started thing they did.
0: I forgot this, about that.
1: Is this Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins?
0: <laughs> After 30 or 40 levels. No, it is not. All right. All right, last clue. This one's going to give it away immediately, so as soon as okay, you guys good. know it, you can shout good, it out. So
2: far, this hasn't been exactly uh, resoundingly clueful.
0: You can even unlock a few characters from other Sega games like Sonic the Hedgehog, Jet Headset, Radio's Beat, and Kazuma Kiryu of y- Yakuza fame. And playing as one of them even changes the bananas on each level. Oh, Super Monkey Ball. Oh.
2: Whatever, I don't remember what this remake's called, though. Or this First Remastered one to get
1: the Collection. Name. Shit.
0: First one to uh, get the Remastered Collection name <laughs> uh, <laughs> gets it.
1: Super uh, Monkey Ball Remix. Super, Super Monkey. Super Monkey Ball, uh, uh, the whole banana. Bananas, banana's part of it. It's Super Uh, Monkey Ball, banana blank.
0: Banana
1: banana bunch. Nope. (laughs) Banana, banana, uh, uh, fuck. Begins with an M. Banana man. Banana. It it begins with man, you're right. Banana, uh, mania. Yes, you did (laughs) it.
2: I just wanted to let you run through that because I was like, eh, yeah, I don't know.
0: Super Monkey Ball Banana man Nia. <laughs>
2: really? That's oh, the title God. they with.
0: Yeah. Not Tim like, really wanted that win.
2: Not like <laughs> Banana Blitz or if i didn't say the word
0: bananas would you guys have known what i was talking about when i mentioned the other sega characters
2: i was gonna guess like um
1: uh maybe that
2: sega racing (laughs) transform but that was not last year like sammy's sequel the sonic all-stars
1: five years ago wasn't it yeah
0: i also skipped the line that said non-monkey characters because i feel like that would have given it away (laughs) uh but very good that was harder to guess than I thought it would be, um, which I'm glad because the first one was so easy and a lot easier than I thought it would be. I shouldn't have even included the word "cleaner." I did I, My unfamiliarity with Back for Blood shot me in the foot because "cleaner" give a dead giveaway.
1: You don't need to be more
0: familiar. <laughs> okay, that was fun. I enjoyed that. All right, moving on to our last segment here. What do you guys? What are you guys playing? Daniel has a game here that I. I'm not sure if this is a game or not. <laughs> I didn't know where to put like,
2: this in the document, but like, you know, this week I just kind of didn't. Yeah, I, I mean, you have mostly... just been playing Warframe. Ba- I mean, oh, basically, for the most part. Uh, just, you know, as I mentioned earlier during the news, Telcon. And so I watched a lot of it, partially to get free stuff in-game from uh, just watching the stream on Twitch, but also because, you know, they have announcements about the future of Warframe and the coming updates and all kinds of stuff. They had a really good... And I actually recommend watching this if you're like remotely interested in just like behind the scenes stuff. They had a really good sound panel where they had like sound engineers and the composers on and they all just like talked about Making music and sound effects for Warframe and the sound design, and they did like behind-the-scenes stuff of like, here's how we did the angel cries and Angel of the Zaraman, and it starts off with just like the the lady sound engineer just like yelling into a microphone, and it's like, what the fuck is this? Like, how does this turn? And then you know, turning it into
0: a thing, and then like everyone loves foley artists. Yeah, videos and then they had a whole great. thing
2: for foley recordings and it was like here's a dude showing off his weird microphones like like uh, they had like an asm he has like an asmr microphone set that he like brought out into the woods to just record properly what the woods sound like and like a video of him walking around on like mud with a shotgun mic to record footsteps and like something called i didn't know this existed and i wish it didn't cost a gazillion dollars i'd love to just mess around with one it's called a seismic microphone and it exists to be put directly onto things to properly record vibrations, not necessarily sound, mm. or record vibrations as sound, even though, you know, different, same but different. And like, oh, here's, we got the sound effect. I, you know, found like a local baseball diamond and like put the thing on like the gate on the thing and just like open and close it a bunch or like put it on like the post for the backstop and just like slapped the metal, uh, the chain link fence and you can just hear this giant like reverberating spring noise. It's like, it's like a really you know, cool I, I always panel I always
1: wonder do do they go out to like hunt the noise hoping for a purpose later <laughs> or or do they have like a sound in mind and they're they like I a, guess I'll give this a shot
2: they had a thing where it was uh, one of the sound engineers like I needed a noise for the electric bolts this one enemy produces so I need no I need an electrical noise so I got out my EMF microphone and it just records electromagnetic waves as sound and he just started recording electrical devices around his house until he found one that sounded right that he could work with and then in his own words Just played around with it until it sounded good.
1: (laughs) Alright, whatever works. Yeah, it was a cool behind-the-scenes thing, worth watching.
0: Yeah, Yeah. they they definitely have an idea of what they want, and a lot of times it's a lot cheaper to just record it yourself, depending on what it is. But there's also like massive sound libraries nowadays where you can just get recordings of anything. But a lot of times it comes down to like. You know, you want certain materials to interact with other certain materials, and that can be hard to find, like leather yeah. shoes on rock floor or metal shoes on, you know, metal yeah, floor. Or I
2: don't have that. So what can I do to make metal shoe sounds? Oh, well, I have this weird, you know, it's like, oh, I found this thing in my garage. Let me put that together with this. Yes,
0: that. I have paint cans. you yeah. can walk with paint cans on my driveway and see what sounds that make. And that's like exactly what they do. So it's so like, it's I love pretty that cool. shit.
2: So that panel worth watching uh, also worth watching is, uh, they revealed the, so they revealed it first last year at last TennoCon, the next major story update, uh, called, uh, uh, the Duveri paradox. And it was revealed. I feel like this, this is like
1: the third time they use the word paradox.
2: Maybe <laughs> so that's a paradox in and of itself. Uh, and they had an actual gameplay, re- gameplay reveal of it, uh, this time. And I highly suggest watching this, even if you have no interest in Warframe, because this is super fucking cool. And when Digital Extremes was talking about how this is completely different than anything they've ever done in Warframe, they weren't kidding. Because this is a mode where you are not a Warframe, you're a character called the Drifter who is introduced in the New War, and you are stuck in a time loop paradox in some sort of prison. And the whole thing is, it's an open world, but it is not, uh, there's none of the traditional open world stuff in Warframe like quests (laughs) quests <laughs> or fishing or mining it's like open world in the same way like uh it's like guided in that uh there are like a bonfire equivalents and if you die you start the loop over and it resets weekly and has different oh, challenges. so they added a roguelike and it's kind of a roguelike where you're like an underpowered character trying to survive against stuff in a hostile environment but what's super cool about it is the visual aesthetic. It is entirely grayscale, black and white. And whenever there is a big uh like shockwave or explosion effect, you get this beautiful shockwave fade in of color. And then it slowly fades out. And they lean into like the really sort of Hindu Indian aesthetic of the Oricon in Warframe. So all the colors are like these saffron yellows and like deep reds and like turquoise and greeny blues. It's like unbelievably good looking it's like incredible cool. how well this art design works and like it happens a lot and like the the peak highlights on metallic things you the color comes through a little bit so when like the light shines off stuff all the metallics and all the environment everywhere all the coppers and bronzes you get just like little hints in the black yeah, and white you know, they've
1: always had pretty good yeah. art design and over like, there this you is, know this is it's like it's gorgeous the the
2: it's like a 20 minute gameplay demo of like the intro quest for this entire extra mode that seems like something that would have gotten spun off into like a soul frame except they're doing soul frame and they found a way to make this work in warframe and uh it's like the game i'm excited for this year is an update to warframe <laughs> so yeah uh, like check out the gameplay trailer it's it like it's hard to describe how good looking black and white with splashes of color can be until you like see it because it's like it's real pretty
0: okay cool uh (laughs) tim tell me about stray it's about cats it's about cats you play as a
1: cat you like cats if you don't like cats oh i've heard if you
0: also like robots you also like could like stray a lot of robots
1: there's a there's a lot of robot people they're uh no people around, no like humans. Um, Don't need them. Get plays a robot. A, plays a little kitty. You got a button where you can meow. You do some some leaping, some 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 platforming. Um, and it's like this post-human world, and uh, it's like this future aesthetic. It's but like sort of grimy, and you're running around trying not to get fucking eaten by like these things oh. that can also eat metal. Oh. Um, so yeah those those robot people aren't having a good time either, and you're trying uh, at the beginning of the game you you fall down and you lose all your cat friends and Aww. it was really fucking sad and I almost fucking cried seeing this cat eat shit um but then you get up and you get gone and you're trying to you're trying to get outside you're trying to go outside and you're trying to rejoin your big old cat family and i I mean I haven't gotten that far into it but i I, I just I really like these like focused, shorter experiences. Why, so why hearing does, that, why
2: does the kitty cat have a backpack?
1: Oh, you gotta, you need something to carry stuff around in. What a dude, stupid dude. question! <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> All right. It was oh, yeah, given that's, to that's the
2: cat. <laughs> yeah. um, I like that it has a meow button.
1: No, it's fantastic. Um, and you know, and I've been playing it on the Steam Deck, and it runs surprisingly well. Like I didn't that's really have to fiddle because, with any of the settings.
2: Because I've heard that the PC port seems kind of fucked. So I'm glad it works uh, at, like, on the Steam Deck.
1: <laughs> some weird like shader caching issues that yeah. are causing people to report like bad performance even on the Steam Deck. But I haven't really been having those issues. Uh, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. Like there are some dips here and there, but like uh, it's it's been like totally manageable and playable. But I, I I think this might be like the first game I'm going to beat and play purely on the Steam Deck.
2: Ooh, it's like a little kicky game.
1: Kitty cat I've game. seen
2: I've seen a lot of video the past few days of people's cats watching pe- the, their owners play through stray with rapt attention.
1: <laughs> yeah, I gave it a shot. I tried press, uh, pressing the the meow button uh, while my my my, my little sweet angel Potato uh, was was around, and she seemed just kind of unperturbed. <laughs> Couldn't give less of a shit. She it's don't not, care. It's
2: no cat TV.
1: No, it ain't no cat TV. She she knows what she likes, and just uh, birds on a screen. Yeah, it needs,
0: cat, it needs uh birds. That's exactly what I was about to say. It needs more birds. If only they were bird people instead of robots, man, that would have been a 10 out of 10 game right there.
1: Uh, well, I'm not cat, expecting... Cat, a,
0: from Cat Weekly, of course.
1: i expect expecting a 10 out of 10 here, but I, I'm just jazzed uh, to play more of it.
0: Yeah, I think let, that, let like, us know next week. It's pretty short, so let us know yes, next week. It's I short, know. and also, I mean, mm-hmm.
2: Andrew, you must love them. There, it's like five people or something, the studio. I think it originally started it's, as a guy...
0: I mean that's that's the tops right there. Yeah. Just they're how ethical, much right? they're ethical. I mean, they have huge hype. The only problem with groups like this is like the hype outweighs the game where they just wanted to make a cute cat game where you play as a cat, and I think some people expect a lot more.
1: Oh uh, no, um, yeah, it's it's blowing up on like Twitter and Twitch. Like I, I this I just is just people this like st- it. It's cause it's this a is streamer cat. bait.
2: You're playing the cat game. It's cute. Who doesn't wanna be yeah. a little K cat, cat with a little backpack?
1: I mean, I don't. But God bless the people that do. And those like, developers. I, feel like, I feel like being a, like a kept indoor cat is like easy street, you know, That's I true. wouldn't mind it. I feel like the game, like as a
0: game, I wouldn't want that as a life. Yeah, of course.
2: Yeah, like if I, no, I mean, honestly, if I'm getting reincarnated, I'm picking like golden retriever because I know I'm ending up in like a wealthy white family just somewhere in the suburbs and I can just do whatever I want.
1: I'd be a turtle. I'd live forever. <laughs> yeah,
0: there you go. I'd be a tardigrade tardigrade. literally live forever. <laughs> Survive yeah. the yeah. vacuum of space. Um, Watch everything around you die. Last game from me before we wrap this up. Last call BBS. I believe Daniel talked about this last week. Uh, it's I, a cool talked game.
2: About, I talked about the solitaire and Gunpla parts.
0: <laughs> yeah, those parts were there. I did not interact with the Gunpla very much. I have played the Solitaire a lot. I've won seven rounds and um there's achievements for every game so there's yeah. an achievement for every game for quote-unquote beating that mini game so to beat solitaire, you need to get 10 wins so i was trying to get towards that the other day yeah the, uh, the music um,
2: in that salt soli- in that main solitaire mode is pretty good oh it's so good it's a
0: bop there's uh <laughs> there's one game where the music sounds very like menacing oh the 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 Fuda game, so the other solitaire game yeah. with the Fuda cards. The, like that, up. the music in that yeah. game is very menacing, it's... and I'm like really stressed out while I'm playing. Yeah. That <laughs> one's also
2: hard solitaire.
0: It is. But I beat I normal and medium, and I don't hard. know if I could beat the like two harder ones. So what? It's what kind of cards? Hard. So it's uh Fuda cards. They're not. Hanafuda. They're like a type of Hanafuda okay, card. Okay, just
2: making sure I just... Just making sure it's a D in that word, yeah.
1: Fuda, okay. Fuda. It's Fuda. <laughs> <laughs> Fuda, Fuda, fic, Dine and Dash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you got that one in there too. No, you like, know Zach, that, that popular
0: early 90s com- uh, computer trope, Fuda cards, you know. <laughs> Zachtronic's
1: uh, this is going we're like, we need to stop. I don't, I don't know what perverts were doing back then. <laughs> I just know what they're um, doing now.
0: The, uh, the, I, I, sh- I shared a pic the other day. I apologize to Daniel because he's the only one that understands the reference, but I, I shared my picture of my, my soda setup, which I was very proud of because it took mm-hmm. me like an hour to make, but it came out really good. Those so ones are all, I,
2: I liked the CPU yeah. building one the most because I feel like I could. That one is like one where I can google what does this circuit look like and just build that because that's just yes. what that mini game is. The other ones are yes. like I just do not I need to like write this down in words <laughs> because the way it's, it's like the the fucking like it like the 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 fast food one you end oh, up with it. like a thing so that it looks like an analog like uh amp and synths Set up with like just a million patch cables just all over the place, and it's like Jesus.
0: Ugh. I'll post it for you, Tim, if you didn't see it. Just so it's it gives me anxiety at.
1: looking. Hey, at give, me, it. give me some context
2: here. Feel that frontal lobe hurting from trying to decipher the logic behind this. It looks
1: like a Winamp skin,
0: yeah,
2: right? <laughs> and it's got pa- patch cables yeah. just running all over the
0: place. Uh, this one's not a GIF for some reason, but the one in the game's channel was a GIF. I don't know how I didn't capture it correctly, but uh. Yeah, it it animates so it shows you like how it actually runs, which is a uh, thing that Zachtronics games do, which is pretty cool. So so you can actually like see exactly how it operated and it makes little fun gifs, which I think more games should give you like gifing capability. Um, do you, uh, but yeah, do you so try cool the, nerd did you, game. Do you try
2: out that flesh puzzle?
0: I did not like I do not like the flesh puzzle game. <laughs> I speak menacing. That i don't think it's particularly hard but it gives me the willies yeah
1: it's like it.
2: it's like it's not hard but the way it's set up makes it feel way more difficult than it actually is because nothing yes. it's all labeled and made in a made-up like eldritch horror language of runes yeah
0: and like the patches of skin parts started to get like yeah i was like this is gross take
2: the skin <laughs> into bone only on the left upper left part and do it programmatically is probably like what the (laughs) people say but it's like not nearly as menacing as the like real like esoteric just like you're here for immortality do what you remember like it's
0: right none of the other games have plots to them it's just this one this one is so so, like like,
2: (laughs) jesus like that it's one of like when i tried that one for the first time it's like did i just fall into like a frog fractions equivalent to like this is the real yes. game i found the horror thing they made <laughs> but it's yes. just it does weird... feel
0: that way like i'm playing uh i can't remember though there's like a bunch of horror games like that where you're pl- like it's a computer-based horror game and it's like something's trying to t- talk to you through the game yeah anyways last call bbs check it out Zactronics last game it's if you like Zactronics games it's cool I think it's only for people that like Zaktronics games, honestly, but it is free on the Xbox Game Pass for PC, so you can check it out there. Yep. That's going to do it for us, gang. Thank you so much for listening this week. We look forward to talking to you all next week, and check us out. Twitter, at fun underscore janeers. Yes. I got it right for once. And, Tell us about uh, tomatoes.
2: Thinking about seeing if I can like steal a better. Tell us about
0: your tomatoes. Tell Tim about your tomatoes specifically. Very
1: specifically important.
0: me. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye.
1: Bye.